Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And enslavement is what the ruling party wants. They're definitely trying to put us under that enslavement, and we are here to resist. But we're going to ask for you to do everybody a favor, including yourself, myself, American public. Take shows like these, and I don't mean exclusively this. There's a lot of great shows out there, folks. And take shows where you hear good content and say, hey, I think people need to have this information at least in their back pocket and transfer this. It's a digital platform that most people are on, and go ahead and transfer because we still need to wake up about half the country. More Americans are awake today than any other time since I've been doing this going back to about 04. But I have to tell you, we need more and we're going to need to stand up to the man because if you think these Democrats are going to leave office peacefully, if you think they're going to leave because of an election result, if you don't think they're going to do everything they can do to steal the election and everything else that's not bolted down, think again. In fact, they'll bring the bolt cutters. These people are total criminals. They are total Satanists. They do not believe in Jesus. They took God out of their party platform years ago, and that should tell you who and what you're dealing with. They criticize the wearing of rosary beads into my cat. Catholic brothers and sisters, I'm right there with you. I'm just as outraged as you are. God bless all of you for standing up to this tyranny and speaking out. We did that here, too, on the Common Sense Show. So please, share. Now, before we join our guest, John Dislin, and boy, this is going to be a show. Um, I just need to take care of a little bit of business here. Uh, more and more problems with the food supplier coming. No doubt you've heard about most of them. Two more food processing plants have been destroyed. That's over 100 now. Gee, isn't that amazing? This all started under Biden. You don't think he doesn't have thugs and goons behind the scenes doing this stuff? Think again. So you really need to have unlimited food. And I doubt that most of you can grow enough to make a difference, so you need storable food. MPS has not raised prices. They still have a sale. All the details for what they give you are at preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Also, too, ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm a customer of Noble Gold because I know what's coming with digital. I know what's coming with regard to the economic collapse that's going on. They say, oh, the economy is great. That's why 11 of the top corporations have laid off double-digit numbers, double-digit percentage numbers. Amazon laid off 100,000. Don't believe what they're telling you in the lamestream media. You really need to diversify, 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 and get outside the system as much as you can. And Noble Gold has done that for me, and they can do it for you. So I want you to give them a call, 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. And while we're suffering, I'm sure the Lord would like us to suffer in as much comfort as humanly possible, because he loves us. I do, too. So, MyPillow.com has come on board as a sponsor to the Common Sense Show. Thank you, Mike Lindell, for all that you do for America. You are my one of my great heroes. You risked everything to try to preserve election integrity, and you've paid a terrible price. Well, his good people approached us and said, would you like to represent us? We're going to give your audience a great deal. And I said, thank you. We're honored. So they're giving you two for one, or they're giving you even more than that. 50% discount some places. Like in the slippers, it's a 75% discount. So they have the best sleep products. My wife had most of them before they approached me. So we are customers. I love it. And here's how you get your deal. You go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, and use the coupon code Hodges, and you'll see an entire catalog pop up, and you'll just start checking off things you want for less than half price. It's absolutely incredible. Anyway, our guest... 
today is John Dislin. Um, and John's the big guy that I wished I got to play with in college. We had a bunch of threes and fours playing inside in the five position, but and John would have filled the bill for us. But we got him here in another way to assist us, assist us in preparation. He's written a tremendous book, and I mean this book is fantastic. Nehemiah Strong, and we've covered this book before in other interviews, but this book isn't just a book, it's a library. It's a library resource of what you need to do to cover what situation. I talked about Noble Gold, you know, protecting my assets and diversifying me. Well, John takes that approach for almost every part of your life uh, and things I had never thought of. Well, I talked to John on the phone last week and I said, you know, I'm thinking about one of two things here. One, I may have to move my assets outside the country because uh, uh, Joe Biden, and he did it yesterday, signed Executive Order 14067, which will eventually digitize the dollar, and that'll mean the end of freedom. They can shut you down if you say something wrong, and I've already crossed that line, so I'm looking at do I uh, bug out with my money, or does my money bug out, or what happens with that? And so I said to John, I said, I want to cover different forms of bugging out when you should leave. Now, John also admitted to me that I'm a little narrow in my focus, that we just can't focus on the bug out aspect because there's other elements to this issue. So we're going to get as much in as we can, and if we don't get everything in, we'll have him back. I know where to find him. He's in the great he's in the great ATL. So anyway, and by the way, thank you all for your well wishes. Had a little scare post surgery with the eye, but everything is great on the road to healing. Uh, God is great. Answer my prayers because I made a lot of them when I was waiting for the final diagnosis. And so thank you all for your well wishes, John. Welcome to the show. And man, this book I have never seen anything like this book with it being so voluminous as far as the topics and the detail that you afford to each subject. Ah, well, thank you so much, Dave. And I'll tell you, it's uh, what's funny about it is it was such a journey writing it because um, the, the idea I had in mind when I started the, the book was maybe worth a 40-page pamphlet, <laughs> and, and it wound up being a 480-page doorstop. Um, and so, you know, I've done things in my life when God that God wasn't really in. I was just kind of doing my own will. I really think I was being obedient, and I think he really richly, uh, I don't want to say inspired, but I think his hand was in it because what came out after almost two years was way beyond what, I had planned for myself. So anyway, I'm I pre- I'm 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 so moved by folks like you really loving it and um and I just want to equip people who are you know minded to be equipped for this season. So anybody who's who who likes the cut of my jib, likes these kinds of conversations that Dave and I have, this book is just hours and hours and hours of of equipping both uh provisionally and uh t- tactically, but also there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff pertaining to God and faith and walking in a right spirit. So if, if that sort of thing sounds good to you, you can find um, the book at johndislin.com, which is spelled D-Y-S-L-I-N, johndislin.com. And, and Dave, for all your faithful supporters, there's a 10% discount code, which is Dave1, and would love for your folks to use that and get equipped. And, and really, also, Dave, be encouraged, because... The, the 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 joy of the Lord is our strength, as it says in Nehemiah chapter eight, and and we've got to stick together. We've got to encourage each other. Iron sharpening iron, like you and I are doing right now, and people are listening in on, and um and and be there for each other and be strong. So that was the goal of Nehemiah Strong. Okay, well I think that goal has been achieved. Although I would imagine that you probably look at this work uh, as voluminous as it is, as a work in progress because there's always new threats coming down the pike. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you, you asked me one of the great stumpers. I mean, you asked me a question in our first interview that I spent days thinking about, which was, you know, what would you have liked to see in the book that didn't make it to the book? And frankly, some of this conversation we're going to have today is is additive to the book. So, you know, I love our conversations because we really sharpen iron in a way that that, that adds to those first 480 pages. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get down to it, okay? I, I'm considering bugging out 
one of two ways. I'm either going to go with my money when digital comes in, because I already know where my fate lies. They'll take everything I own, just like Trudeau did the Canadian truckers. Or I send my money out of the country and take my chances here, and I just keep operating capital here. Um, but also, too, when you think they're coming for you, you know, it's kind of like they're singing this in the White House now. You know, hey, dissident boys, dissident boys, what you going to do when we come for you? Um, <laughs> they should make up a little song here they play before their meetings, their national I, anthem. I've heard that on the Babylon Bee, I bet, here in the next week or two. <laughs> yeah, they have stolen my stuff before. Anyway, um, so give us some insight here. Where do we start with this topic? What do people need to know about protecting themselves from encroaching authorities who mean you harm or mean to take your resources or mean to take you and your resources? Okay. And, you know, I think let's let's start with the space that you just mentioned and the topic, because I understand you've had a bunch of people inquire with you, like, you know, when, you know, when do you bug out? But you know, I, there's a whole lot else to unpack in terms of bug out that goes beyond the win. And hopefully we have a chance to speak to at least some of that today. But, you know, first of all, when you're talking about, uh, I guess, two points. First of all, when you're talking about bugging out as an American to, let's say, another nation, um, but I've had a really peculiar walk here the last eight years or so since I started started my, you know, comprehensive red pilling experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And, um, you know, there was a season in there when I was so agitated about being in America that I I really investigated where to go and and with a mind of going there sooner rather than later. And. Um, so I did a lot of research on different places that were friendlier than others and, you know, why this one versus that one. And I'll tell you, ultimately I put my pencil down and I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here in America. And one of the main reasons I did was that I came to realize that as an expat, um, you're, you're an easily recognizable target. You're not of the culture you move to except for just a tiny handful, which are all very problematic. And, um, and you're, you're, li- you're very likely to be an early target, uh, because you're unlike the others. You know, so for example, I was really focused in on Costa Rica and I, I did a ton of homework on where do you go? What, what did you, you what, what did you find there with Costa Rica? What stood out for you? Um, it, it is a relatively peaceful nation. It's, um, it's, uh, they're used to getting expats. You're not going to stick out as absolutely as you might in some other places. Um, the climate is friendly in case the power goes down. It's not hard to grow stuff. There's, um, indigenous food, you know, hanging off the trees, um, and relatively a peaceable people living there. Um, so there's a lot going for it, but, um, in research and commentary by different expats, they basically said, yeah, everything's great when everything's great. But, (laughs) but there was, there was a, there was kind of an us and them undercurrent um that that some of the more perceptive ones picked up on where they they basically said they could easily see how you know a big roving band of people who used to be friendly would not be friendly if things really hit the fan uh-huh. and it, as an outlier you know it's almost like being you know in in the tribe but then you're not in the tribe and and when the tribe gets really hungry you know, you're you're easy to to pick out, pick off, and also too think about this, Dave. As someone who's not from there, you just you don't have the allies, you don't speak the language, you you know it's you're you're an outlier. Um, and, in more ways than just being a target, you're you're there are vulnerabilities by not being from someplace. And frankly, I'm reminded of this. Um, I'm reminded of this, you know, when I go home, 
um, you know, to where I grew up in East Tennessee. It just it feels comfortable. I know that I know their accent, you know, that 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 sort of mountain accent. And, um, you know, there, there's just a familiarity there that works both ways where. I'm comfortable in that place, but I've known people who've gone, you know, to the hollers of East Tennessee and, you know, it feels pretty weird, you know, if, if you're not from those parts. So uh-huh. I could see that being playing out in spades if, if you go to a foreign country that's, you know, let's say like a Costa Rica. Interesting. Um, how much English do they speak there? Did you get a feel for that? Um, I did not. That you know, obviously, Spanish is the first language, um, and so whether they speak it or not, frankly, it's a. I'm a little. I mean, you're still going to stick out, you know, and sure. they'll be able to talk about you in front of you unless you're fluent in Spanish, you know, to to uh, single you out or consider their options with you. Like it's it just all kinds of problematic. And then, Dave, if you look at let's say the more we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time you know the the other former colonies um like i mean where are you going to go new zealand i mean it's it's like a prison island now and and australia is almost as problematic as new zealand and then you've got um you know Justin Castro up in Canada doing his thing with with um, Justin Castro exercising <laughs> delayed every- reaction. Oh my God, that's yeah. great! That's great! That's great! <laughs> but ex- exercising his tyranny muscles, you know, how much can he get away with? Um, so it's at the end of the day, I put my pencil down. I just said, okay, I, I would rather, I'd rather stand my ground and. And do whatever it is I've got to do, you know, for my families, my neighbors, my loved ones, my my countrymen here, then then go somewhere else. Let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Okay. With digital currency coming, and I've read Executive Order One Four Zero Six Seven. Every transaction is recorded. Every piece of money you have, if you're in their system, is recorded. Therefore, they have the ability to do what they do in China: shut you down if they disagree with you. Everything could be gone. 
Boy, that sucks. <laughs> that doesn't sound like much fun at all, Dave. John, l- John, let me re- just relate this quick story that Pat Wood told me on my show a couple years ago. He was talking to a lady from China, and she posted something on the net, and the CCP had a problem with it. She wasn't trying to be offensive, but they didn't see it that way. So the men in black showed up at her apartment, and about seven or eight of them came in, sat down. She served them tea, tried to be nice. And, and she, she just, was in China, right? She in, was a Chinese woman in China? Yes. Okay. And and so she uh, served them, and she said, look, I didn't mean to be offensive. I, I'll make amends. Tell me what you want to do. Nothing even close to this will ever happen again. And she thought everything was okay when she left. Uh, the next day, she got an eviction notice. A week later, she got dropped from her school. After that, she was told she couldn't use public transportation, and they wiped out her bank account. This is what's going to happen here under Executive Order 14067. Hey, Dave, I'm not saying it's a bed of roses, you know, or if it's a bed of roses, they're they're chock full of thorns, right? I'm not saying it's not a tough road to hoe, but, you know, as I waited between being uh, a potential outcast in a society I didn't grow up in where I am visibly different yes uh-huh. from everyone around me I, I open my mouth i sound different and then and also to think about this dave you've got years and years and decades of badly behaved americans and uh, co- uh, compounded by really extraordinarily badly behaved uh federal government um sowing seeds of discord in advance of my arrival um, so, so then I get painted with that brush of Americans, you know, and um, it, so now, but back to what you were saying. So, so the executive order um, and and digital currency, and look, we know it's coming. It's it's it is a very apparent element of Revelation chapter thirteen, the mark of the beast. You you can't buy or sell. There there has to be a control mechanism there for. Frankly, for for Satan and the the beast and the false prophet to to counterfeit God's omnipotence. Okay, everything's a counterfeit. So, um, so it's going to have to be a mechanism like that. So we know it's coming. But you know, for example, Dave, I'm not aware of there ever not being a black market under tyrannical rule. You know, it, black market in Europe in World War II, black market in the Soviet Union, you know, Levi's jeans in the Soviet Union. Um, so I'm not saying it's it's easy, but um, I am convinced that God makes a way for his people. And, um, you know, if, if they shut the door, he opens a window. They lock the window, he cuts a hole in the wall. You know, it's and um, and I would rather... Um, find that way in my native country than to try and and over. I mean, because here's the other thing, Dave. You you know, like I know that something like a digital currency is going to come to Costa Rica, just like it's going to come here. I don't think you get well, to escape that by going anywhere. Let, let me say this: I think eventually you're right because Satan will be all consuming when he's the when the Antichrist is here. But yeah. I would I would say this. Right now, the war in Ukraine is about two different financial uh, entities. Digital is NATO, that's Europe, Canada, U.S. And then gold-backed is what Russia's leading, and most nations are following that lead. Even Saudi Arabia is following that lead, but most of Latin America is going gold-backed. They don't want anything to do with digital. So I'm saying you're not looking for a permanent solution, but you're buying time. And perhaps we can get deeper into the into the tribulation period before reality sets home and takes everything you own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just for me and and look, this is this is an individual decision, and and what fits one person might not fit another. Like if you're Hispanic descent, you speak fluent Spanish, it might be a whole different ball game in Costa Rica than you know a big giant white dude. Who, who I, I know how to order, you know, in Spanish in a Mexican restaurant, and that's virtually the extent of my Spanish. You know, so so it could look different for different people, but. I, I ch- ultimately, as I dug in, I dug in on it for months. Um, I chose 
to stay home and then, you know, because the, the people around me who will be resistant, they won't be resistant in my direction. They will be resistant shoulder to shoulder with me as we find ways to, you know, survive and get through and be obedient and 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 walk walk this journey out um, with honor. Well, let me ask you this. In your perspective as a survivalist expert, and I think you certainly qualify as that, is there a time when, as we're told we can do in the Bible, run for the hills? Is there a time to bug out? The short answer is yes. Um, and... Uh, but, you know, the, so to speak, the devil's in the details. And so I think there's a just a swath of considerations, uh, many at the individual level. So we can't come up with a one-size-fits-all, right, for everybody listening to this program. And, and frankly, I would expect that there's a sizable proportion of people listening to your program who, you know, have sympathy for the others among us for whom bugging out is actually really important because we're not well positioned geographically. Correct. Um, so that's a big issue, you know, and for them, Godspeed, God bless you. And I will say this, Dave, and I hadn't thought of this before, but, you know, for those of you who are really well positioned and, and this isn't so much of a consideration for you, I would really encourage you to have grace for those who eventually are going to come in your direction, you know, maybe store up some extra food, store up some provisions, store up an extra coat, have grace for people. And because we're really going to need each other. And, um, and I think, you know, having grace for those people who, who were, were stuck for too long behind enemy lines, so to speak, I think is really important. But speaking to what you said, you know, let's talk for a few minutes about, the timing of bugging out, which I, I actually don't think, I think it's important, but I, it, there, it's by no means the only facet of bugging out that one needs to think about. I think there are a lot of them, but so let's dig into it. So, you know, <laughs> I think, and, and I have to laugh because you, you've got to, you've got to um, keep your sense of humor, you know, when all others around you are losing theirs. Um, from Ernest Hemingway's book, The Sun Also Rises, there was a character who asked another character, how did he go bankrupt? And that character, Mike, said two ways, gradually and then suddenly. And and I think there's deep wisdom in in that as it applies to this. You know, I think we're I think we're all seeing this gradual gradual de evolution of everything. Right. I mean, it's 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 across the waterfront, but I also expect, as we saw, for example, with COVID, or as we saw with 9/11, or as we saw with other momentous milestones on this inevitable path to tribulation. Frankly, um, there have been seminal moments, and and I think. I don't think I don't think things are moving nearly fast enough for our adversaries for their liking. I actually think I Dave I think in a lot of respects we're winning a lot more than they want us to believe. Would yeah. you agree with that? I would I totally agree with that. They are in desperation mode right now because yep. they, look at they've even got the post office creating a special division to handle the election ballots. They're pulling out all the stops to cheat, but yet the public opinion polls say 80 to depending on this poll, 90% of the country say we're on the wrong path. You can't win an election like that, and it would be darn hard to cheat that much. So they're panicking, and they know that for some of them, a noose might wait for them at the end of the gallows because of their treason, or they might go to prison because of their criminality. Fauci knows he's headed to prison if the Democrats lose. Yeah, well, and 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 not just him. In fact, I think it was was it uh, was it Bush who said. If they knew everything we've done, oh, yeah. uh-huh. we'd hang the end of the news. Yeah, H.W. Yeah. Bush, exactly. Yep. So, so that sentiment, that, and I really want to encourage the people listening. You know, we're going to get into some of these trigger details, but by golly, 
do not lose hope. Like the, I think one of the, the enemy's most potent tactics is to cause people to be hopeless. And I think if you just stay till the end of the movie and you you get right with God, you press into your faith, you press into this battle, and you you build your foundation on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, you they are terrified of you is, is that's that's far truer than the what the opposite ought to be that that's not the case they are terrified of you they're terrified of us that's why they have to shut people down that's why a voice like yours Dave's is 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 so disruptive and horrific to them because every time you put out a program more people come to to knowledge more people come to salvation more people uh join the white team white meet not in race racial terms but in terms of like white robed adopted sons of the living god and and i think with every passing day they get more terrified so anyway i just wanted to really encourage people be strong and be strong in your faith and strong in this fight because they want you depressed. In fact, I, I, I would argue, Dave, they actually they have to have people depressed and without hope for them to even have a chance of winning. Would you agree with that? I'm contemplating that. Um, I think they are unable I think, to I, win I, with a strong populace yeah. that has strength and faith, is counting on each other, and is is pointed with their face set like flint against the wicked. I would say this. They want to take away hope, so they minimize the action that comes against them. Yeah. So I think you're absolutely right about that. There's, uh, yeah. I've often talked about the learned helplessness paradigm that they yeah. induce, and I won't go through all that here, but the, um, learned helplessness is about robbing hope, and they do seek to do that, no question. Yeah. Uh, but they are in big trouble, and they know they're in big trouble. I mean, right now in uh, in Holland, the the Dutch farmers, they're they're shutting down the country. They don't know what to do. The authorities don't know what to do now. They've tried the bully tactics. They haven't worked. And they don't know what to do. And France is ready to face the same thing. China is facing massive famine. Uh, They've given orders to do weather modification to bring rain to 10 provinces. But they're facing massive famine. They have to guard the banks with the tanks. I mean, China's in big, big, big trouble. And this is spreading. Uh, Tyranny is a no-go. I hear from Canadians all the time, and they're really upset with their government, really upset. Uh, The Canadian government, the Canadian people are totally divorced. Yep. Well, and I'll tell you, too, you know, God is faithful to all his promises to his people. And something that that has really set on my spirit here for many weeks now is this enigmatic phrase from Daniel chapter 11 where he says, and he's talking about the end times. He's talking about this season from 2,600 years ago. And he write, he wrote, but they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And I do exploits and be strong covers a wide swath of of heroic moments. And but he's talking about us. He's talking about this season. And by golly, it's up to us to to play our part in the fulfillment of God's word from that from that scripture. But so I- the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I, I, I digress. <laughs> No, you're not digressing at all because you're absolutely right. Um, But let's put it this way. At some point in time, the tribulation is coming. Um, I know the signs are there for now, but I have to tell you, I have a different view than most of my Christian brothers and sisters. I believe the issue is still up in the air whether or not we're in the tribulation generation. Because if we had a revival, God could change his judgment. 
It's, he's God. He can do whatever he wants. We don't know the hour of the day. It is true that we're supposed to know the season. And I would say there's a lot of seasonal odors out there right now for tribulation. But I'm not so sure that it's going to happen. I think it's to be determined. And if we knew it was going to happen, what would be the motivation for you and I to keep working to wake people up, to get them to act on their own behalf? Well, our compassion for wanting to save souls. Because I will say this. Save souls, yes. Save souls, yes. But to change politics as a means to make saving souls easier, like I said, if you lose hope, you lose motivation. Yeah. Yep, and that's why you have to preserve it. In fact, you know, one of my favorite scriptures here in the last few years is Nehemiah 8, where it says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Like, if you want to be strong, you've got to have that joy. And and you can't you can't decouple the one from the other and expect to have it. Um, so, but but back to let's, let's circle back to the question. Um, the, in terms of timing, I do think what I just said in terms of gradually and then suddenly, I think there's a lot of truth there. I I, I see this continuing to devolve in kind of a stepwise, gradual, iterative fashion, and and you can just see it. It's 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 not hard to argue that point. Um, across the waterfront, you know, whether it's the food, the food supply, the water, the, you know, them trying to release more pathogens. It's, it's just everything is, is, uh, you know, sort of coming apart at the seams. <laughs> Having said that, I think, but, and, and frankly, I think this is a paradox, Dave, of, of, of having victory and, and, and them really being scared and having, having problems is, that terrified people like terrified animals will do things out of terror they might not otherwise do. Like, for example, right now, I can't I can't imagine being I'm not even going to say the names, but let's say, you know, senior leadership of this cabal and and staring down the barrel of what your future might hold and 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 not doing uh, things out of out of sheer panic. And so, so I, ironically, I think the fact that we are winning and there's, it, I almost sense Dave, and, and I'm really curious about your response to this. I'm in my spirit. I'm feeling there's an inevitability about their failure that is driving them to extreme measures. What do you, how would you respond to that? If I think that they'll do a major false flag between now and the election to derail the election, I would agree. Um, I think what's more likely, though, is they're going to try to steal the election, and then they'll try to cloud it with, oh, you stole the election yourselves, you know, because they like to accuse others of doing what it is they're doing. And I think the time between November and the January swearing-in dates will be a time of great tumult and turmoil in this country. We might even see a civil war because they are... Nancy Pelosi said this, John. This is, I think, a very telling statement. Tucker Carlson played this tape on his show about six months ago. She said, if the Republicans win the midterm, we will not honor the election because they'll destroy democracy. Translation, you're going to have to physically remove us from office. And and Dave, isn't 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 it so fitting that you would say that because they always do what they accuse their 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 opponents of doing, and so she talked specifically about Trump and how they would have to make him leave in 2020, and now it turns around and she's basically declaring that very experience and and uh, an outcome would be required when the tables are turned. In that in that ironic. Well, it is. I mean, if you look at it now, people that are issuing the mildest of threats, the FBI is kicking in their door now and beginning to arrest them. Mike Adams covered this yesterday. Uh, and that is indeed happening. My question is, where, where were you, Christopher Ray, when Madonna was threatening to burn down the Capitol at Trump's inauguration? Where were you? Yeah, and, you know, I, I was... <laughs> I've written a couple articles in the last few weeks for some different folks, and I was actually contemplating writing uh, writing a, a, an open thank you letter to um, to that individual um, because he's he's in a sense he's doing America a service because 
he's leading that organization to be so brazen and so outrageous in its uh, in its uh, in its oath breaking um, tyranny supporting counter constitutional behavior that it's plain for any normal unbiased person to see their true colors and and in a in a in a really kind of ironic sense he's doing us a great service by utterly revealing how rotten and detestable uh the organization is as it pertains to its its faithfulness to its oath at the individual level and its faithfulness to the constitution and the american people uh as an institution in fact i would go so far as to say that that organization could be uh properly defined as a racket as it pertains to an organization that is designed and by its actions repetitively uh commits felonies um to you know for money and power i think you're being a gentleman and expressing how they're doing it i'm really trying to choose my words carefully yes uh you're exactly right it's um i mean you name something this administration does you know, when the FBI makes headlines now, they're not making it because they stopped a terrorist plot. They're making it because they're persecuting Americans who disagree with them. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it, it's almost, it, it reminds me, I can't remember who asked him, but, but somebody was interviewing President Obama and they asked him how it felt to be the, the last black American president. And he kind of was, you know, taken aback by the question. He wasn't expecting that one. He was expecting the first you know, I'd love for someone to ask um, Mr. Ray how it felt to be, you know, the person who was almost, you know, in some respects solely responsible for the the deconstruction of his bureau because of the audacity of their criminality in defying the Constitution and, um, frankly, assaulting the American people at every turn. He's leading the destruction of his own uh, of his own bureau, in my opinion. Well, only if there's uh, noble judgment at the helm of the Justice Department, and as long as we have Merrick Garland, I mean, l- l- you know, the the public may not know this, and John, I don't know if you know this either. This is what a criminal Merrick Garland is. Uh, his son and daughter own Panorama Education. Oh, yeah. And they control CRT, critical race theory, and sexualizing yep. kids and teaching all the filth they're trying to teach to first graders they have no business learning about. And he declared people that protest at school board meetings to be terrorists. He violated DOJ regulations. He could be impeached and go to jail for this because the DOJ regulations say you could en- engage in no activity that could have any kind of a benefit to family and friends. Well, I think the, the, when you're making tens of millions of dollars off these programs and you got the DOJ director sick in the FBI after the enemies, I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. Well, and, and you make a really valid point, Dave. Somebody's got to be in a position to bring charges and make arrests, which is what's so insidious about this, um, you know, this chessboard layout that we're that we're struggling with right now is that, you know, one of the ways I've thought about it, Dave, is that you've got, you've got the, um, you've got the government, um, charging at us and sort of challenging our constitutional rights. But then you've got the FBI as one, uh, wing, you know, to the side covering the, um, covering the flank of the federal government on one side, and then you've got the uh, the prosecutorial, the judicial branch, covering the other flank of this main drive. And, you, you know, how do you break through when when the uh, the prosecutors are bought and paid for, the investigative branch is bought and paid for, and then the main thrust of the this insidious army is 
is just kind of steamrolling down Main Street. It's it, it's it's quite the conundrum, which you know brings me back to faith because because you know like it says in in Psalm chapter two, um, the the kings um, you know get together and they conspire to throw off the bands of this God, and then the Lord laughs in derision at them, knowing that their end is coming. And so it's it's a God sized problem. Um, but there is a God, so um, that's that's where prayer comes in. Frankly, no, I I, I agree. Yeah. That's where prayer comes in, but I also believe there's an expectation upon us to perform our godly duty, which is to stand up to tyranny. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I didn't mean that by saying we get to sit in our bark lounger and, no. and just throw up prayers, but like we pray and then we get busy. Um, Defying the tyranny and and standing against it, right? In righteousness, in 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 a in a, in a godly manner. That's true. Yeah, I uh, want to revisit something because we kind of left the topic. We got sidetracked here, uh, not sidetracked off topic, but sidetracked from what we were talking about with yeah. regard to when you bug out. Yeah. If you know they're gathering people, taking them to concentration camps. Yeah. What do you do then? I think you can't even be particular where you go. You just got to go. <laughs> well, yeah, and 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 then you, I think you get into, and, and that's a great point. I think let's let's so let's circle back. Um, if things go all at once, I think that is one of the triggers I thought of. Actually, was if there is kind of a this giant ramp up of detention. Um, that is a pretty clear sign that you need to be in a place. I mean, I, I guess you would agree with me, Dave, that almost any outcome is better than the detention outcome, right? Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I think I'd rather get shot in the back running away than I would to waste away in a camp or meet some des- dastardly fate in a camp, yes. Yeah. Uh, I do think there's there's time to go. And that's why I tell people I think you need to have a bug-out plan. So let's say you're not leaving the domestic United States and you just had to leave your immediate area. What would be your advice to people for that? You mean in terms of where or when? Both. Okay. Well... So just to touch on a few points of the when, um, just to try and round that out a little bit, I think, first of all, that there's going to be kind of a rapid unwinding. It's it's not going to be a gradual thing at the end, you know, when, when it approaches a time for a clear time for bug out. So I, I do think there's going to be this this rapid de-evolution that's, that's going to start with one or more things um, as it enters that kind of time period. You know, I think one of them, for example, is going to be conditions and activities going on in, um, you know, frankly, the more frontline cities, the, 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 uh, the bluest cities. And so tracking what's going on in those places um, because I, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna come to the heart of, you know, Trump country, and and try and pull something first. I think they're gonna take the low hanging fruit first. So, so I'm really gonna be interested in watching what happens in the blue areas first. I think another point, Dave, is that, and and this almost makes me think of um, canaries in the coal mine. Um, and, and what I'm speaking to is watchmen on the wall who are really well connected, who have their, their ear to the ground and are, are really plugged into and switched on from the standpoint of what's the current state of things. And, and for example, you being one of them, um, what's the state of things? You know, it's one thing to sign an executive order and it's another thing to act on the executive order. And, and frankly, folks like you and other folks that people follow, um, you know, the thought leaders and the, the people who are have, have lots of inside sources, you guys are going to see it coming, I think, and be able to sound that, that warning siren, uh, blow the shofar, if you will, um, as that time gets really close. Um, I, I also do think that... 
I think that um, I think that the enemy is really not very clever. I don't think they're very creative, and I think they tend to do the same things over and over and over. And as we know, uh, unfortunately, they are particularly fond of executing false flags. And so, you know, to see something, I would, I would expect to see something from them that was so gigantic, so heinous, and so designed to target uh, people like patriots, like you, you and me, um, to, to blame it on us. That if there is an event like that, and, and, and the thing that keeps popping in my head is something that looks like Oklahoma City, the Murrah building. Um, if we see something like that, we should all be standing on G, waiting for O, and, and, and ready to just, you know, punch out and, and get to that right place. What are your thoughts on that regarding false flags? Well, I do have a uh, scenario. I do think that with the wide open borders, I mean, Biden uh, had Mayorkas just pull the patrols off the border. No border patrols anymore. They're in detention oh. facilities because of overcrowdedness. I reported this over the weekend. And and so this opens up anybody, anytime, anywhere can come in. I think Biden, I'm going to be honest with you, Biden's an agent for the destruction of America. I'm not going to mix any words on this. You don't do this Absolutely. many things wrong and, and not be part of the problem. And he killed a terrorist two weeks ago, a high-ranking terrorist. I think that was a provocation act designed to initiate terrorist activity in America. And we've had open borders for so long that there could be untold number of terrorist networks. In fact, James Comey said on July 4th, 2016, he said ISIS has cells in all 50 states. I believe at one point in time, the switch is going to be flipped and the associations between this administration and devious terrorist forces in this country are going to launch an all-out attack in major American cities. It'll be our version of the Tet Offensive. That's honestly what I would predict is coming. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to, just to, to buttress that, I, th- I think another kind of a, a sign related to a false flag sign is if, if something happens... And then what we see is this immediate pre-planned, pre-packaged response to an event where suddenly they're rolling down the streets or they're going door to door or they're taking all the guns. You know, that's set up for the action to to really put us in a compromised position or let's say detentions. Um, I could see something like that unfolding where... You know, if you if you see a super bad event, you see it blamed on people that look like you, and then you see them moving either legislative legislatively or kinetically to, you know, play an end game scenario. That's that's a clear bug out plan. But but to your point, like if if it goes wild weasel with um, with a, with a whole raft of. Um, of uh, terrorist attacks, etc. That that's yet another version of hey, let's get the heck out of here. <laughs> no, I I could not agree with you more. That's exactly what we're looking at here. The other thing, I, and and if I just follow history as an example, because there's a part B to your question. What's the aftermath for these false flag events, which could solidify power in the hands of these people that have overtaken our country? I, I think we'd be locked into a generational civil war that would be more guerrilla in nature. I wrote an article about this back in 2013, and I said, can our M16s defeat their F16s? And, and, I, and I analyzed what that war would look like, and I used General Giap's tactics in Vietnam uh, as the model. And I do think if you take away the food, if you deprive people of the opportunity to live a life, you're going to get resistance. You may have peon laborers by day, and you'll have guerrilla fighters by night. And I do think America has that as a possibility in its future. I mean, what, what do you think? I agree with you absolutely. In fact, I'm, and this buttresses your argument. Um, when you study out environments where there was tyrannical leadership and then there was a guerrilla resistance 
Um, and I, I would throw Vietnam into this, although the tyrannical part I think doesn't apply quite the same. But anyway, it's 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 instructive. Um, fundamentally, you have to win the people to win that war, and you know they're already losing the people. We're we're not even in a full you know kind of modified Red Dawn scenario, and and the people can't stand these people. So. So, you know, for example, those those F-16 fighter pilots, you know, they grew up in middle America and their family lives down there on the ground. And, you know, it's you you you're, you're going to have to have mechanics to keep those F-16s running and their whole family is is like pro patriot. So uh, I, I think. I think absolutely in that scenario. Now, I think it's long and ugly and bloody and painful and and no fun at all. But um, that's that's part of why I think the walls are closing in on these people. And, you know, the 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 paradox of that is that, you know, incredibly desperate people do desperate things. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the cornered animal dynamic, unfortunately, I think, comes into play because they can't just say, okay. You know, wouldn't it be nice if they just said, okay, let us just take our billions and trillions and we'll go off and we'll give you liberty and please don't hang us. You know, that that actually could be an outcome where we say, you know what, you're despicable, but we'll let you live. But they can't, they can't exit like that. Yeah, but here's why they can't. Um, they're, most of us just want to be left alone. And then yep. there are those who won't leave us alone. And the Satanists are the ones who won't leave us alone. And they're after every aspect. And, I, and I'm going to give you a scary quote because I think this is going to answer part of your question. At least it might. Uh, Zygmunt Brzezinski, before his death, and he was an ultimate globalist, founder, co-founder of the Trilateral Commission, Jimmy Carter's National Security Advisor, giveaway Panama Canal. Okay, so you know who he is. J- uh, he, he, Brzezinski made this quote. He said... It used to be easier to control a million people than kill a million people. Today, it's going to be easier to kill a million people than it is to control a million. So when you say they've lost the people, I think we're going to be looking at some uh, drastic attempts at dramatic depopulation. Yeah, I don't disagree. And, and here's the dis- here's the thing that makes that statement doubly disturbing, Dave. And he, okay, so he's probably he's probably not wrong, okay, right? I mean, if you just consider the technology and just kind of the nature of, of the advancement of our civilization, so it's not that he's lying. What makes that statement so deeply disturbing is it's aspirational. He's he's pleased with that development. Um, because he really gets to affect what he is really his heart's desire, which is, you know, scorched earth. And so it's the aspirational nature of the comment that really is should that's be true. revealing. If you're if you're listening and you're not fully red pilled, consider that that's the way he wants it. That's the way that's all right. these people that's want. That's the it. way they all want it. That's John, their goal. I, I they gotta, want everything scorched earth. I got to interrupt you because we're almost out of time. And you're right. This is the red pill. We're not done with this topic, obviously. Um, we're kind of in midstream because there's so much more on the table. But if you want to know more and you want to explore solutions to the problems we're raising here, you want to take a good hard look at John's book. And, John, you got 30 seconds to tell us about it again. Thank you, sir. Yeah, if you want to get really seriously equipped, spiritual level and practical level, 480 pages, 48 essential supplements and uh, exhibits, go to johndislin.com, D-Y-S-L-I-N.com, 10% discount with Dave One. And thank you so much for listening today. This was amazing. And, and folks, we only listen. I, I, I've read as much of this book as I can absorb, and I'll forget more than I retain. This book is definitely worth it. It's your how-to. You're going to think, well, why do I do this? It's in the book. Well, what about this? It's in the book. And on that note, my thanks go out to John Dislin, johndislin.com, D-Y-S-L-I-N. And uh, his uh, coupon is, again, Dave1 for 10% off. John, we'll follow up later. This is going to be another part. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Godspeed. Take, take care. Thanks. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarrierGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.